welcome to the Audit 15 Fund podcast. My goal with this podcast is to bring relevant internal audit topics to the table at least every 15 days. Today, we're going to be talking with the founder of the Internal Audit 360 website, but he has many more responsibilities than just that. Joe McCafferty is a business journalist, editor, and publisher of Internal Audit 360. Welcome to the podcast, Joe. It's an honor to have you on. Thanks so much for having me on, John. Yes, absolutely. So I found out about you maybe a couple of years ago, just reading articles on your website, and I, I submitted one for review. You're kind enough to publish my article. So <laughs> good. You were good kind memories there. Submitted, so thank you. <laughs> so, but one of the things that uh, I think you mentioned, I can't remember if it's, if I saw in an interview or maybe it's on your website that you don't have the professional experience in internal audit. So I'm just curious, how, how did the idea of coming up with a website that's geared exclusively to internal auditors came about? Sure. Uh, well, let me answer that, John. So, and it's funny because you and I were talking a little bit before we started the podcast here about uh, my role as, you know, my background is really as a business journalist. Uh, and I'm used to more being on that side of the table where I'm asking the questions. Um, and, you know, what I, I talk about from time to time is I've never spent a day uh, in the shoes of an internal auditor. Um, I really kind of cover the profession from a journalistic perspective. Um, so, you know, I, I sometimes I get invited to give talks at conferences and things, and I usually turn them down because, you know, I never feel qualified to, to speak directly to internal auditors to tell them how they can do their jobs better. Um, you know, my job is to find, um, you know, really smart people like yourself and, um, you know, kind of probe and ask the right questions and get that information out on the table, uh, kind of like we're going to do today, hopefully. Um, although you're going to be asking the questions, uh, which is fine. Um, so let's talk a little bit about kind of the, the origin story of Internal Audit 360. Um, I spent most of my career at uh, CFO Magazine, um, which was just a great place to work. Um, what was kind of interesting about working there, we were owned by The Economist at the time. We had just a wonderful editorial staff. And it was during the time when uh, Enron, WorldCom, uh, all of these, you know, this corporate con crime wave kind of, you know, happened. Um, and we had a real, we had a front row seat to that. Uh, we wrote a lot of articles. Now, before it all came out, we wrote some really positive articles about those companies. Um, I, I wrote um, about Scott Sullivan at WorldCom, uh, and we gave them an award, an award for mergers and acquisitions because they had bought MCI at the time. It was the biggest merger that ever happened. Uh, and I was really excited as a young journalist to interview Scott Sullivan and, you know, talk about how they pulled off this merger. And they, there was a lot of, you know, uh, back padding going on and wow, we're so great. And, you know, it, we couldn't really see through it, that it was all, all a fraud, but you know, that came out later. Um, later on, I did another article on, uh, kind of the, uh, MCI unwound that, and then they had to do this massive, massive forensic audit to find out, you know, where all the bodies were buried. Uh, so, you know, that, that was kind of interesting. That was a cover story too. So that was kind of fun, but that's, those are the types of things I kind of um, built my career on. Um, you know, and then I got a chance to become the editor in chief of a magazine called Directorship, uh, which was, you know, for boards of directors. And then, you know, we have the uh, the 2007 uh, financial crisis, um, which was very much at the board level about risk taking. So I feel like I, again, I had a front row seat for all of the stuff that was happening. You know, when Bear Stearns went out of business, a lot of other big old banks um, went belly up. So that you know that was kind of interesting too, and to see all that happening. Uh, but to kind of fast forward, um, 
I ended up at a company called MIS Training Institute um, or MISTI. A lot of, you know, a lot of internal auditors will remember that company, uh, a great training company. And they kind of brought me in to build, you know, some content. The idea was that um, they wanted when people came to their website, not to just look for training courses, but maybe if we had some articles and some content, um, they could get people to the website more often. And the first thing I did was I looked at, you know, what was the, what was the competition out there for that kind of information? And of course there's, um, the IIA, uh, and they do a great job of what they do. Uh, but other than that, there, there was really nothing. Um, and, and I got this idea that kind of internal auditors were hungry for something else, you know, something, um, beyond the IIA that could look at internal audit a little differently, um, you know, and we, we built an audience fairly quickly. Uh, I think in a year we had six, 7,000 subscribers. Um, and then um, Misty kind of was in private equity. It got sold off in parts and, you know, kind of, um, you know, I moved on from there and was just thinking, you know, why couldn't I just, you know, continue that work uh, on my own uh, and see if I could kind of recreate what, what we had created there. And, you know, the same thing happened. It, it really worked. We launched um, internal audit 360 in, um, I believe it was uh, March, 2018. Um, so we're coming up on four years and it, it's just been wonderful. You know, I, I really enjoy, um, you know, I, I, my friends ask me sometimes like, why did you start a company built around internal audit of all topics? Um, and usually my response is joke about that. Um, but what I tell them is that it, it's way more interesting than you would ever guess. Uh, and I find that I, I'm going to guess, uh, you know, you have too, John, over the, over the years. Um, I, what, you know, what's great about it is they have insight into the entire company. Uh, and there's really no other title uh, that has that. It may be the, the CEO, uh, but even then they're kind of have a very inside out view of things where internal audit tries to take this more outside in view. Uh, and I, I just kind of find that fascinating. And you and I talked a little bit before um, the podcast about, you know, the, the commonalities between journalism and internal audit, where, you know, they are the ones that are, they're trying to ask the right questions and, and get all the information out on the table. So, you know, that's kind of our origin story. And, um, you know, hopefully we're, we're going to go from here. We talk a little bit about the company. We started, uh, the company is actually risk 360 media. Uh, and the idea is to build, you know, really online magazines and kind of a platform, like a, a network for internal auditors to have a community. Um, so, I mean, for internal auditors, and then we have some, we also have uh, compliance chief 360. Uh, I was the editor chief of, uh, or the editor of compliance week for about five or six years, um, worked at most of the business magazines that are based in Boston. Um, and that's been up for about a year and a half. So we're really focused on growing that and kind of doing the same thing we've done in internal audit, but in compliance. And then we're going to roll out some other uh, titles, uh, all in the kind of risk management area. Awesome, awesome. So a lot of lot of projects, not only you know from the internal audit three hundred and sixty uh, project that you have, but also from other other areas that you're working on. And it's kind of interesting that you mentioned that you worked at uh, CFO Magazine. I one of my guests was Andy Fastow, the former CFO of yep. Enron, and uh, it's funny because I. I can't remember if it was CFO magazine or some CFO association that gave him a prize in 2000. And then the next year he was being convicted of securities fraud. <laughs> that, that was CFO magazine uh, when I worked there. And it was, it was kind of, you know, it was a little embarrassing for us. We, we really considered us, we were, you know, 
we kind of considered ourselves the fourth business magazine after Fortune Forbes Business Week. I don't know if other people did, but um, I mean, we had an editorial staff of maybe 25 people. Um, we were, we had an editor who was hot on the trail of Enron and is still probably like agonizing over not getting the story. Um, you know, but, um, it was a tough story to, to really see yeah, and, and without yeah. having like real, you know, we, we had very high, um, editorial standards. We never just kind of make allegations and it was something very hard to prove. Yeah. Um, you know, and I gave a lot of kudos for, um, the folks that, that kind of cracked that story because that, that yeah. wasn't a neat to crack. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, it's they're fooling everybody, including us. Yeah, yeah. Hindsight is always twenty twenty, right? It's always easy to go back. But, anyways, you, you mentioned something there in your response that uh, can kind of tie to this uh, next question here. Mm -hmm. As a journalist, you always have the front row seat to what's happening, right? So, as the editor and publisher of Internal Audit, Internal Audit three sixty, you kind of have that front row seat as well because you're receiving articles from professionals around the world, mm -hmm. um, discussing ideas with professionals around the world. So from your experience, the last, let's say last couple of years in having those discussions, having those discussions in those articles that you're reviewing, what are some of the common themes that you're seeing that maybe would surprise some internal authors out there? Like, oh, I didn't know that that was a common theme across the across the globe. Right. Well, I don't know if this will surprise internal lawyers. I, I think they're they're pretty much aware of this and see this as a problem. You know, to answer your question, I would say it's really about change management. Um, you know, I think uh, if the pandemic taught us anything, it's just how fast uh, um, the environment can just completely change. Um, I mean, that's never happened before where it's it was that dramatic. Um, but you know, I think we can look back and say, um, not only internal auditors, but really corporate America uh, did a pretty darn good job of rolling with that and and just, you know, how quickly everybody was suddenly working from home, which is just a, like, imagine the massive disruption uh, that that is to to companies um, and to internal audit. I mean, to, to do audits remotely is, is not an easy thing. And they knew that they had to just immediately um, adopt some new technology um, to do their jobs differently. Uh, and, and for the most part, they did that pretty well. Um, you know, but, uh, I think in, you know, you had mentioned data analytics as an idea where, um, you know, it's not an easy thing. We just did a webinar on, on data analytics recently. And, you know, we always ask the question, kind of, where are you, where are you in your data analytics journey? Um, and I'm always surprised, um, that there's very few who will say that we're really far along on this. Um, it seems to be something that, that internal audit struggles with. Uh, frankly, a little bit. And we've done some articles on, there's been some studies even from like ProTivity about how internal audit struggles a bit with adopting, you know, the kind of the latest and greatest technology. Um, artificial intelligence AI is kind of one in that category. Um, uh, I think someone joked that it was like, uh, you know, sex in high school, everybody's talking about it, but very few people are actually doing it. Um, <laughs> I like that the word, hopefully it's, this is a, uh, I'm going to guess this is an adults only podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. <laughs> it's a turn a lot. It's okay. Um, <laughs> but I, I do like that analogy. Um, and I think, you know, that's to get back to this theme of like change management, that it's, you know, while we, while I can say that through the pandemic, um, you know, I'd give internal audit, you know, an A minus there. Um, I think in other areas, data analytics being one of them, some of the more advanced technologies, uh, their grades probably aren't as high. So those are kind of some of those, the themes that I see. And, uh, to kind of put my finger on on the why of that, um, I think there's always this time constraint uh, for internal audit. I think it's a it's a 
an area of the company that's just asked to do a tremendous amount and it's never quite given the resources that it needs to do that job. Um, you know, maybe at some organizations, there's reasons for that. Maybe they're really trying to limit what internal audit can do. But I, I think, you know, that's a little kind of a sinister outlook. I think most companies want internal audit to be robust and to do a really good job. Um, but it, it doesn't make money by itself. Um, so there's always going to be a resource constraint. I think internal audit struggles with all of the work that they already have to do to take the time out to, you know, put in an advanced technology to really kind of think about how we can improve our jobs and, and, and manage that needed change um, to have people to, you know, ramp up on uh, something like sophisticated data analytics isn't easy. And to take their eye off the ball of just the job that they have to do every day to complete the audits that are in front of them, uh, I think isn't easy. And, and I think a lot of, I mean, a lot of organizations struggle with that. And that's kind of the biggest thing that I'm seeing. Yeah, absolutely. I, I would agree with that. And I think, you know, a lot of people think, oh, it's just implementing the tool, but it's, there's a whole lot more to it. And like you mentioned in your first uh, answer, it's all about asking the questions, like having that. So it's more about, you know, the, the thought process, applying, applying your mind to it versus just a tool, right? So yeah, good points there, Joe. Um, so going back to your website and you mentioned AI and I was looking yesterday at the most popular articles on your website for 2021 and AI was the top one uh, thinking about articles that you would like to see submitted, but you just haven't seen them being submitted. Can you give us some examples? Maybe someone who's out there in the world listening to this is the next person who's going to be published on your website. Yeah. I mean, one of the things I would always like to do and do more of is is more how-to stuff. Um, and I think, you know, I'm always interested on what's on the audit plan uh, for different organizations. Um, when I was at Misty, we did a really cool study uh, about, you know, what, what was on your audit plan. And, and I hope to kind of recreate that uh, here at IA360 at some point. Because um, I find that interesting of, you know, what what different organizations are auditing at different times. And I know that's kind of a simplest, simpler view of things. Um, but I'd love to read like how to audit social, an article on how to audit social media, um, how to audit the uh, incentive compensation plan, uh, just kind of more simple how to nuts and bolts things. I think that can really be helpful uh, for organizations or internal audit organizations that are looking at those different areas. Um, I think they would go back and search on that. Hopefully, um, if we could build a little bit of a library of those, uh, you know, people would go back and search on those and, and look at those. And then, you know, what one of the things that I love uh, in my job is occasionally I get notes um, like on LinkedIn or something say, hey, Joe, you know, thanks for I, I connect with a lot of internal auditors on LinkedIn. Uh, if I send a connection your way, <laughs> hopefully you'll you'll uh, agree to it. Um, you know, and again, just trying to kind of extend that network. Um, and I get notes saying, hey, you know, I really appreciate what you're doing for the profession. You know, you, you wrote an art, you published an article or wrote an article that that really was helpful. Um, and, and that's I just love hearing that, you know, it makes me feel like that, that's kind of what gets me up every day. And, and you know, it's, it's great to build this organization. I'm having a lot of fun doing it. Um, but when I hear, you know, I'm, I'm actually helping someone in their job, um, that that's the greatest reward I can get. So, you know, and I think. So to, you know, get back to your question, to do more of that, whatever I can do, we, we have a mission statement that says, you know, to help internal audits, auditors in their jobs um, as, as internal auditors, like that's our simple mission. Um, and, and the more that we can do that, uh, the better. So, um, you know, and then we always like to be kind of covering the, the what's out 
the latest and greatest, but some of this stuff has been somewhat covered to death. You know, I, I, if I read one more article about agile audit, um, <laughs> you know, but, but that's a moving target too. I mean, I think, um, right. That's a, that's a great concept. I love, don't get me wrong. I love the idea of agile audit and to borrow some of the, the techniques and things that they're doing in, in software development, uh, and bring those into internal auditors, uh, intern, internal auditors or any, any process is kind of a unique idea. Um, but you know, I, I think it's, can be kind of overstated as well. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And yes, you are making, definitely you're making a, a big contribution to the profession. Go uh, thank you, John. I, yeah, I yes. I, I will give my, my own personal story here. I, like I mentioned, I submitted my article, uh, to your website a couple of years ago, um, working for the same company that I'm still working and some gentleman from Australia contacted me. Oh, I saw your article on, uh, internal audit 360, you know, I have this, uh, contract job. Would you be interested in at the time it, you know, just didn't work out for what I was doing. So, but yeah, it's definitely like, it's opening up so many different connections between people from across the world, like, you know, from all different countries. So I really appreciate the work that you're doing there and, uh, bringing the, the profession together. So, uh, final words of wisdom here from uh, the editor and publisher of the Internal Audit 360 website. So for those who are thinking about submitting an article, uh, can you maybe give them some, uh, some ideas, some tips on what uh, would increase the chances of their article being published? <laughs> well, well, thanks for asking the question. Um, you know, I will admit that, so, I mean, we have a content machine to feed uh, anyone that runs a website knows this, that it's just a beast, uh, to keep that that's very hungry all the time. Uh, cause you always want new articles and different articles up on the site. So, uh, I'll admit that we actually don't turn down too many articles. Um, you know, occasionally, uh, I do love that we get submissions really from, from around the world. Um, you know, and, and, uh, there's, there's plenty of times where I get really good articles, uh, from folks who, who English isn't their first language. Uh, and I think that's a specialty that we have, you know, as, as we, we have a couple of good editors here, uh, and we're, we're able to kind of, um, you know, recast those a bit in, in a, in a, in a more, you know, in a light, um, that makes them shine a little better, uh, and come across a little better, but, you know, it, it, occasionally we get stuff that's just too hard to, to make that leap. Um, or they're, you know, they're kind of, uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of the articles that, that we've said no to, um. You know, I think sometimes they're just kind of um, trying to cover like too much at, at one time, uh, and they're not succinct enough. We, we wanted, you know, to one of the points that uh, that I would say is to really focus in on something. Um, it, it has a better chance of getting published. If you're trying to write about everything that's happening internal audit in one article, it's it's probably not going to work. Um, you know, the the more almost the more down into a, you know a, a niche, uh, the better. Um, or something unique that you did. You know, what, one thing that we love to hear about is is wins. We want to hear about internal audit wins. Uh, something that your team did um, that that really worked and, and got you know got the the organization's attention. Um, you know, one thing I talk about is people always say, "Oh, internal audit's a, a cost center." Um, but when you hear about great audits, it's like we we saved the company X amount of dollars. Um, that's always that's a great win. Uh, and every time you can say. Um, we saved X amount, um, whether we found that money in, um, you know, uh, irregular spending or, you know, fraudulent, um, 
uh, travel and entertainment or wh wherever it was found. But, you know, even something as simple as that, I know that's kind of some of that stuff is the low hanging fruit of internal audit. Um, but we'd love to hear about success stories. Um, and then on the other side of it, you know, the unique audits um, that that organizations are doing, we want to hear about those too. You know, th those are, are, are kind of interesting. Um, you know, it's an area uh, we publish. So occasionally we republish stuff from Norman Marks. You and I talked about Norman a little bit, and he's kind of a um, a real favorite of mine. I think he's a, an insightful thinker uh, in in risk management and internal audit. Um, you know, he has a, a site. If I, I encourage people to look at it, um, and we republish some of our, his articles. And he recently did an article saying uh, you can't audit that, uh, and it was why he thinks that there's really no area uh, that you can't audit. Uh, and I think internal audit gets turned away sometimes where they knock on the door and they say, how are you going to audit this? You guys aren't experts in this. This is sophisticated stuff. Come, you know, come back later. Right. Uh, and, you know, his view is no, 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 no. Uh, if we don't have the expertise in house, we'll, we'll get the expertise. Uh, but we want to come in and audit it. And, um, you know, we think we can, we know we can. Um, and I, I thought that was such a great article. I really appreciate his, uh, his insight on that. Yeah. Um, you know, so yeah. those are some of the things that, that we're looking for. Again, it's kind of on both sides of the spectrum. It's some of the mundane stuff, but we want to hear about like audit success stories. And then also, you know, basically my point is like, it doesn't have to be cutting edge. Um, we, we just want to hear about wins. We want to hear about good stories. Good um, stories, yeah. You know, and, and um, yeah, examples are always good uh, when you can talk about something that you did at your organization. Um, I think people get a little caught up on like, the writing of it, um, you know, we're, we're, we're good editors here. We're going to make it shine. Uh, that's kind of our, where our expertise lies, I believe, in, in taking uh, a submission and kind of, you know, putting some of that uh, jazz into it that, that makes it sing a little bit better. Um, you know, so, so I would say don't get caught up too much in, in uh, you know, the Shakespeare part of it and just, just write, write the, what, what happened. Right. Uh, and what, what you did well and, and, you know, what's going on at your organization and, and we can get it out in front of, uh, the profession. And, and I, I agree with you. I think when you put yourself out there like that, good things come back to you. People connect with you. Um, you know, we, we share a lot of stuff on LinkedIn. I think that's a great platform um, for, for, you know, all professionals uh, to kind of network. And, and, you know, I think, especially when everybody's working at home, we kind of need outlets like this, where we're communicating with other folks, whether they're in our own organizations or elsewhere. Um, you know, and that, that's something that we try to be as well. And you mentioned that earlier, uh, not just an online magazine, but would like to be, you know, a network and a platform for uh, professionals in, in internal audit and other professions to connect. Yeah, absolutely. So key takeaways, you can, referring to your previous answer, you can write a how-to article, refer to your wins, and keep it simple. And don't worry so much about the writing. You guys yeah. will, will help with that. So <laughs> yeah. re really appreciate it. Good for, yes. For those who want to connect with you and just learn about more about what you do, what's the best way for them to do so? Uh, well, thanks so much, John. I really appreciate being on and, and I appreciate, um, you know, what you're doing here for the profession as well. I think this is a great resource um, and, you know, to, to have a podcast uh, for internal auditors and by and about uh, internal audit is, is wonderful. So thanks for, for the work that you do. Um, but to answer your question, you know, I, I, my best way to get a hold of me is by email. Um, and it's it's my name, my initial and my name. So it's McCafferty, J-M-C-C-A-F-F-E-R-T-Y at internalaudit360.com. Uh, and I just encourage everyone to go, go to our website, check it out. It's internalaudit360.com. 
Uh, you can, we have a free newsletter goes out every two weeks um, th that you, you should get a, a drop down right away to, to subscribe to that. Just put your email address in. That's all we ask for. Um, and, you know, hopefully we can continue to, um, to bring, you know, some of the, that great coverage that, that we've been bringing. So thank you. And then we have another website. If, if you're in compliance or if you're auditing compliance, uh, compliance, just the, the shameless plug here, John, uh, compliancechief360.com. Yes. Thank you so much, Joe. Appreciate it. John, thank you so much. Appreciate your time today.